welcome back to Pagan Coffee Talk. In this week's episode, I'm sitting here with Lord Knight, and we are discussing, from our magical hat, backlash from spells and unintended consequences of spells. How are you? I'm fine, and how are you today? <laughs> I'm good. So, we're talking about the backlash of spells, huh? Right. So, you know, you go and you cast a spell, and... It blows up in your face? Yes. Putting it politely. Putting it politely? <laughs> this brings up this whole entire thing of what's causing the backlash. Okay. I mean, let's think about this. I realize, you know, we got physics and stuff like that. And for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Right. And all this other stuff. I understand this. But casting spells, you're actually bringing the fu- certain futures into existence. Okay. All right. Like we discussed with magic, my, most magic's done in a future tense. Right. It's done for a future point in time. And we hope that we eventually arrive at that point. <laughs> so where's the backlash? What is a real backlash? What really causes spells to blow up in your face? Well, I mean... And, yeah. and how bad does it have to be to be considered backlash? I mean, we're we're told a few things about right. spells from myths and legends. And one of the things we're told is that we are allowed to cast spells for any of our needs. Now, if we start casting spells for wants, uh, that's a little bit different. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. So one of the ways spells go awry, let's talk about a spell that actually did go awry. All right, and Lord Men tells this, and I don't know if I've told it in another one of the podcasts or not, but we're going to tell it again. All right, a, a woman was wanting a fresh start in her life, so she cast the spell, right? And the spell goes as following. All right, she casts the spell. She winds up losing her job. Her husband divorces her. Her kids move out, you know, in with the husband and don't stay with her. Uh, so she loses her house. She loses her, you know, I think all she wound up having left was her car. And then she goes up to somebody like Lord Men and is just like, here's what happened. This is the spell I cast. And here's the backlash I got on this spell. Mm -hmm. And Lord Men looked at her and was like, really, was it backlash? You got exactly what you asked for. See, some people think it's backlash, but it's not. They're literally getting what they asked for. So we're back to be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. You just might get it. Just because you cast a spell for... Oh, I don't know. More money. Doesn't necessarily mean that Uncle Phil don't drop dead of a heart attack and you get a couple of thousand. Right. Hmm. But then you've lost your favorite uncle. And people call that backlash. No, that's stupidity because you didn't understand how spells work. Right. Nobody nobody ever said that just because you cast a spell, it's going to work in this particular way. Right. You've basically created an entity of sorts and send it out to do its job right and it's going to take the path of least resistance <laughs> and, and it's going to do its own thing it, it, it's only obsession is to do what it was made to do to right. get the outcome you wanted and that's it right. and that energy will eventually return to you because it is your energy it will be in a different form on a lower level because you've it's used up some stuff to do some things but it's your energy. 
Right. So still, it's going to come back to you. So eventually it will come back to you. It, it has to because it's yours. All right. Now, it don't actually affect you one way or the other. What affects you is your guilt. Because you didn't understand what you wanted. Right. Hence the reason we see this phrase a lot spoken in craft and all over the place. Know yourself. What we're talking about is literally knowing yourself, knowing what it is that you actually want. I remember a girl that I worked with, and she was just having the worst time with love. And me and her were talking one day, and she's like, well, what do I do? And I was like, okay, here's what you do. I said, I want you to, put on, I want you to fill out a list of paper. I want you to get a quartz crystal and put on a list of the perfect guy for you. And I told her, I said, don't forget to put stuff like male, straight. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, there's nothing worse than falling in love with a gay man that's never going to give you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no use in falling in love with a lesbian that's never going to hook up with you. <laughs> all right, she did all this. All right, and then she she finally comes in about three or four months later, sits down with me. She's like, "I did that spell, and you told me to be careful when I was writing down certain things." I was like, yeah, like I wanted a straight guy and this. And I was like, yeah, you know, to be this type. She's like, this guy I met checks off all the boxes except for one. And then I went back and checked my list. And I was like, okay, what was it on your list? That he was in this country. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. She, she, and I'm, I'm sorry. Here is a woman that has no idea about spells or anything like this. Right. And she saw the fault of what she did. It wasn't a backlash. It wasn't no punishment because she cast the spell. This problem was she forgot to say, yeah, I'd like them in this country. She wasn't specific enough. (laughs) On certain things. You know, too specific. uh, You start getting into manipulation and stuff like that on people, which never ends well. No, of course not. All right. That backlash on that is just the person's previous will reinserting themselves so basically what i'm getting from this is that there's really no backlash it's just unintended consequences right it's not exactly it's because people want stuff a person casts a spell to get a job all right they get the job and then they're fired like two months later right was that a backlash on the spell or was this you applied and used the spell to get a job technically you're not qualified to have and because you don't have the skills necessarily for this job you just completely failed miserably well now if you're if you're doing that you deserve to get fired right again casting a spell within your means all right so again i'm i'm sorry if you have no organizational skills whatsoever that some management people need and trying to get a job to be that logistics person in there. And you don't have these skills. Don't know the first thing about it. Either a, you're going to have to hope that your boss is understanding enough to teach you Mm -hmm. to think this way. You're going to have to learn real fast or you're going to fail and you're going to lose the job. You didn't lose the job because the spell backfired. You lose the job because you went for a job that you technically can't do. Well, and that's another thing. You allowed your spell to write a check that your ass could not cover. That's th- that's exactly where I was going. 
you cannot cast a spell for something like that and not expect to do your part. Thank you. You have to do your part to fulfill that. It's just like in Christianity. You can't pray to God for something to happen and you not do your part to help fulfill it. If you pray to God for a new car, you better have a job. You better have the income to pay for that car. Right. Otherwise, that car is going to get repoed. Right. Now, because so, <laughs> here's story Lord Men used to tell. There's a bird out in the field, and the bird is trying to fly up into this tree. And as he flies up, the wind blows, pushing him back down into the ground and lands into a cow patty. Gets a little bit in his mouth, accidentally swallows it, and then has this big old rush of energy, so he flies. He finally makes it to the first couple of branches, then the wind blows him back down, so he takes another big old gulp of this. Cow patty and flies up, gets about halfway up the tree. Then he gets blown back down, and now he's even more determined. So he sits there and eats a whole entire patty, then flies up, shoots up, gets to the top of the tree, to the most highest branch. And then a hawk comes by, swoops him up, kills him, and eats him. <laughs> this lesson, bullshit might get you to the top, but it sure in the hell ain't going to keep you there. <laughs> <laughs> Now, again, in a previous episode, we talked about this, about the fabric of fate, that there's fate. Now, first of all, try not to get completely back onto that subject. If we think of fate like one of these open world games where there is a overarching uh, storyline that we have to follow, but you can do it in whatever order or go off to this side mission or whatever you're allowed to do. This is the fabric of fate. This is where people sometimes might be fated to be a musician or whatever, and it does happen because that is their story arc. All right? Again, some choices there, all right? Right. Now, let's pretend for a second somehow people of craft are able to take stones and throw father upstream in, in this fabric and change the outcome of that fabric i.e. a spell. That means everything else in that stream has to start moving different to go around that rock. Even though it's a small pebble, you have completely changed that fabric forever. Mm. So again, here's your problem. Okay, I can cast a spell and I can do this. I can get this outcome. But here are the 12 people I'm going to affect in doing this. Right. And yes, some of these people might wind up being related back to us. We get this concept. Of basically, the best story I can think of about this is the story about the box and the button. And I, it was either a Dark Side or Twilight Zone episode. Mm -hmm. And guy shows up and goes, hey, if you open this box up and press the button, somebody you don't know will die and and you'll get this much money for their death. And the husband and wife argue if they should or shouldn't press the button. Eventually, one of them presses the button. Lo and behold, one of them is pushed in front of a subway train, killed, and they happen to have a life insurance policy just for the same amount that they were offered, is roughly how the story goes. All right? And again, the question that was asked on leaving was... I believe it was the wife that did it in the story, but the wife looks at it and goes, well, you, you said somebody I didn't know would die. Well, apparently you didn't know your husband. 
<laughs> or you wouldn't have pushed the button to begin with. Right. Here is where we're talking about casting spells and it affecting us. And we think it's a backlash, but it's not. It's just the odds. It's the averages all starting to sink back in because you cast this spell, because you changed that fabric in this one spot. Everything else has now to move around it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So basically, you cast a spell in that nature. You are you are messing with that uh, fabric of fate. That means you're going to change other people's destinies or realities, those who are still stuck in the stream. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So again, I don't think these backlashes are actually backlashes. They're just unintended consequences because you didn't really know what it was you were asking for. What you were asking for, or you didn't know exactly where in the world this could all go. I, I'm I'm sorry. Spells are, can be very matter of fact and straight to the point. Which goes back to divination. You should always use some form of divination to before you cast a spell. Before you cast a spell, you need to know every outcome possible. Well, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have to know the least likely path that the spell is gonna take. Right. Who's it going to affect? Where do I need to maybe watch out for this or that? Because you do cast a spell to get a job. All right. Knocking Ted, the moth, <laughs> Ted, out of the running. Right? Mm-hmm. And since Ted don't have that job, Bob, your neighbor down the road, takes twice as long to get that job because now he's going to have to get it from you. But that's your neighbor, and you don't necessarily want him to have, have him there. Now he ain't got his job. He don't make his mortgage payment. Right. He's got to move out because he's, he's got to move out. And now you get neighbors moved in that you really don't like. Why in the world do I have this? This must be karma. No, you fucked with the fabric of fate. <laughs> You know, which we will have to get into later. But again, most of the traditional religions, we try to remove dogma, which we will talk about later, as mm -hmm. much as possible. Right. So spells are your own fault. How in the world they turn out is your fault, not anybody else's. Right. Again, but I, I will also sit there and say, you know, in our tradition, we also teach, you know, if your spiritual life is in order, everything else falls in. Right, so you don't really need to cast spells. Most of the people in our tradition do not cast that many spells besides, you know, our typical things to help with healing and stuff like that. Even with healing. Now, I remember a story. Healing spells are a little weird because here's how this backlash went for them, supposedly, which turned out not to be backlash. There was a friend of theirs that had some medical issues. Mm-hmm. And they kept on bringing them in and, and doing rituals and using spells and stuff to keep on healing him of all these problems he kept on having. Then he's rushed to the hospital one day because he's in a coma because he's a diabetic. They've been covering up the symptoms, and nobody could have diagnosed him to be a diabetic to take care of it. That ain't backlash. That's stupidity. Why in the world are you going to cast a spell on somebody who ain't gone to the doctor yet? Where you don't have a diagnosed problem because symptoms aren't necessarily the problem they're just symptoms right they're a byproduct of an illness you know 
oh, so we, we did these spells and we killed the guy. Oh, and, but they didn't kill this guy. But I, I could see how easily that could happen. Anything? Anything? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You died. I lost you on that one, didn't I? You just sitting there kind of like, uh, <laughs> where do you go from there? All right. It's like, whoa, dude, slow down. <laughs> well, I mean, and again, this is why I sit there and tell people, you know, hey, sometimes you got to go to extremes. Yeah, if I do this for this spell, but, you know, could I be cutting off the next, you know, great poopaw, whatever? Right. That will do great things. You got to start asking these questions because you got somebody out there willy nilly casting spells every other day because, well, they just think that's cool. Right. I mean, you, you got to imagine it from my point of view. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, you got this person sitting there casting spells for no other reason than to cast them every day. They keep on throwing stones into this stream, changing stuff. Half-ass and not realizing what in the hell they're doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I mean, how many people's lives are you fucking up because you want success or what you think success is? When all you really want is just to make a decent living and get by and have nice and be able to get nice things. Well, I mean, it's, I know personally, I haven't cast very many spells. I don't do a lot of spell work and it's not because I don't want to just, I don't feel the need to, if I, if I do a spell, it's, it's because it's needed. Yeah. I mean, last spell I did was, I think major spell I did was for healing, but then I just had an operation and that's been how long ago? (laughs) Seven years, I think. Huh. Good figure. Well, I think I'm about out of coffee. Guess we'll see everybody next week. Follow us on Facebook or go to our, you know, our homepage and tell us what you think of the podcast, ideas, or anything like that. We're on YouTube, too, if you want to go leave us a message there, if there's a subject you'd like us to cover. Thank you for listening to Pagan Coffee Talk. I hope you join us next week. We travel down this trodden path, a maze of stone and mire. Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks.